This is Pop Fiction Women. I'm Corinne. I'm Kate. And we're complicated. Blunt. Total boss. But sometimes a mess. Opinionated. But never boring. And in this podcast, we're discussing the complicated women of the best books, TV, and movies. Along with the complicated women behind the scenes. Warning, lots of spoilers ahead. So come back when you're done. Hurry up, it's starting. White Lotus, season one. We're here. We're finally here. We're finally here. Yeah, I watched this when it first came out two years ago. Really in maybe the depths of the pandemic because it was like, Locked down for two weeks, allegedly, then it was months, and then it was like, is my life ever going to be the same? And it was just perfect. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm not the first person to say this. It was came out at a perfect time when we were all ready to be transported to Hawaii. And so I watched the show as it came out, week after torturous week. Yes, yes, because I, I don't know why I didn't watch it when you were watching it. Everyone was watching it, I feel like. And somehow it just slip past me despite the enthusiasm from you and everyone else and I love Connie Britton I love anything mm. Connie Britton's in oh so I don't know why so I didn't watch good. it right she's so good so I missed it entirely and then when we did Nine Perfect Strangers you even made parallels, parallels to it yeah. and I was like god how did I not watch that but I got my chance I love this show and again it's sort of a little bit normal people ask when people are like well what do you love about this show (laughs) there's like no one to love there's not much good happens but it is that weird combination of things but it's thought-provoking if you want to put thought into this show there's a lot to dig into but if you don't it's entertaining it is beautiful beautiful The crashing waves, like the cutaways to the crashing waves and the sunsets and the sunrises, especially when the brother is outside sleeping on the beach. It's beautiful. It's also Mm -hmm. disgusting. And we'll talk about that. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) There's a Uh lot of disgusting Disgusting. stuff on the show that isn't normal. Things you've never seen before on TV. Yes. And since there's a couple of those all spoilers, I mean, the first episode starts with birth in a, you know, gushing water water. breaking. Yes. And then the the way I've never had a water break. Okay. I don't, I still don't need to see that. And I've had babies. Yeah. (laughs) Like I don't need to see this. Yeah. It it is not pleasing to the eye. And then of course Mm -hmm. the, the end with Armand and the 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 crap suitcase. Yeah. So it just inhabited such extremes. And God, is there anything I love more than inhabiting such extremes? Yes. And just weird. Some of those things are just Mm -hmm. weird, but they worked. You're like, what am I watching? But I've had a lot of people be like, it was kind of weird, but I liked it. And I'm like, yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah. Yes. It was, it's, it's great. From, from the mind of Mike White, Mm -hmm. who I joked with you, I just think is Ned from... (laughs) you texted me like oh my god go ahead i wrote ned from school of rock wrote and directed this you're like what are you talking about i have never seen school of rock i have no idea what you're talking about but i go yeah mike from survivor survivor (laughs) wrote and directed this because we love my family loves survivor we are Mm -hmm. faithfully watch it and we really enjoyed mike on his season and so that was shocking to me I mean, I and, knew he was you, a TV writer, but I right. was blown and away And an actor. This. I mean, he's been in a lot of things, too. Yeah. He's yeah. written things. He's directed things. He's acted in things. So he's one of those that if any of you just Google Mike White, you'll, his picture will come up and you'll be like, oh, yeah. Yeah, that yeah. guy. But yeah. he's different things, I guess, to different people. To me, he was... Yeah. Like, Where do we want to start? There's a lot going on and there's a lot of characters and a lot, a lot of plot lines. Yes, I I do want to go through the characters. I mean, and, and okay. uh, can we just start though? Because yeah. I think you and I talked about this. It's, okay. it's it's a good place to start. It's the beginning, mm-hmm. and it's also the end. So it starts with this body being loaded into yes. an airplane, and 
then there then you cut to them arriving at the island so so there's this idea okay somebody died right yeah and i read an article and it's like and then that mystery of who died propels the story forward and i think you and i talked about this did you feel like from the outset that that's was what was propelling the story forward like who died from the outset yes okay i would have turned it off but not for the fact that i was wondering who's gonna die who is gonna die but i absolutely lost track of that thread somewhere in the middle like I didn't but then it came back to me as we were getting towards the end I'm like well who is gonna die and how and is it gonna be some sort of cheap thing like I thought maybe Jennifer Coolidge I thought maybe that guy that she was with because he was always hacking and coughing I'm like is he gonna die Mm. and then I'm not gonna care I'm gonna be really pissed off if that's what it is of course it's not but no uh, so yeah it 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 wasn't the mystery that unfold like like a police procedural but it was an absolutely essential element for me it was okay okay it propelled me like at first yeah but then I quickly really quickly lost it because (laughs) which was fine I didn't care you know I'm actually not one of those that like wants to figure out what happened or who was murdered anyway but it doesn't it's not something that I like has to be an element for me but once I got on the island, I just got so engrossed with the characters. And yeah. and like we said, it was so beautiful. It's not like it was a sinister whodunity type feel anyway. So I just sort of forgot. From, and I never yeah. was thinking like, oh, is this person going to die? Or is that person going to die? Which I think was fine. It, didn't, it yeah. didn't bother me. And it's funny. Somebody asked Mike White in an interview, which this kind of, I think this makes sense then. They said... You know, it almost seems like you're making a bit of a joke of how much audiences love a dead body that needs to be explained. And yeah. he said that he's the type of creator who has had good critical responses to his shows, but not actually a lot of people watch his show, things that he makes. So he said, I did actually consciously want to have like a little hook. But he said, I did know I wanted someone to die anyway. It's not like I just threw this hook in for no reason, but... He was like, let's start with that. You know, let's leave with that because, yeah, people do love a dead body and it does hook people in. I think that's just brilliant because he got to be true to himself but also listen to what people want. It did matter and it was important to have that beginning piece. And I I hope he doesn't feel like he sold out because he added that little piece, but I think – it was really important. I think that is yeah. something we talked about with Veronica Roth, having your work out in the world. If he just wants his work to be consumed yeah, by a, sp- a small group yeah, who will love yeah. what he does, that's great. But if he wants to come to a wider audience, this is what sells. This is what's it. This is what people want. And so yeah. give them what they want. Exactly. And he managed to do it, like you said, yes. while also being true to what this... And like he said, he wanted someone to die anyway. He always knew it was going to be Armand, apparently. And, you know, it's like, he did it, but he did it with a good hook, which did does get people does get people in that opening scene is definitely. You're I like, Wait, we, what's we, happening? We also talked about it being a kind of a slow start, a lot of character yes, work first, which is happens right. with an ensemble. I would have if, but not for the fact that I know someone died and maybe I was curious about who it was. I think I would have put it down because because of that slow start. I think you're right. You're right. I forgot that I said that to you. And, yep. and it was, if I just had episode one without that, I was, it was a little slow because you're right. They got to introduce everyone. I feel like we should start with Armand, but I don't know, just because he feels like the, the beating heart to me. He is the plunging, yeah, you okay. know, that's like right. <laughs> cliff dive. Some sense. Yeah, that's right. The poor guy is in a pretty decent place. So Armand is one of the people I could relate to the most out of everyone. Oh, and there was same with Mike White. That's his, yeah, the character yeah. he relates to the most. You two I, sharing a brain. There you go. And not well. I don't know about the most. The most. I wouldn't give that to any one person, but mm-hmm. definitely one of my top. And part of it is for me just this idea of always being on the edge, like oh, holding it together. And Connie Britton does this too. Nicole. Yeah. She's like that's, always holding it together, always together, to. and you just don't know. You could just lose it snap and and that's Armand's arc on this (laughs) yes yes and I relate most to Nicole and we'll talk about that but but I do think they have both share that in common for sure and 
and he is always teetering, definitely on the edge of of whether he's going yep. literally off the off the wagon. Yes, right. After <laughs> but, five years but, sober, right. But also, yeah. just as you're saying, like he has to sort of, uh, he's the face of the of the resort, and he's got to be the one that's always oh yes what can I get you oh yes let me you know and that you just know that no one can hold that together that long like you're gonna snap someone's gonna be an asshole to you I don't know I bet he did five years is a long time and it just happened to be this meeting of random things right Shane really pressing his buttons being Um, everything mm -hmm. he doesn't like hates about humanity and then also the girls with their bag of drugs Mm -hmm. just shows up yeah hands it on a silver platter yeah Yeah. I mean it's it's I I don't know any one of those things doesn't happen Armand's seven years sober you know yeah yeah but I just even mean the snapping in terms of not going off the uh, off the wagon but just that anytime you have to put on this face of just the politeness and the service industry that like you snap and I don't mean snap go back to drugs but just you're you you you're always I feel like about to snap because you can't no one can possibly be that cheerful and on all the time you know and that that you just be like eventually want to be like fuck you get your own coffee or whatever you know yeah just that like I I don't know do you feel that way I'm not sure no I have a friend yeah Yeah. we're lawyers are service industry Mm -hmm. people and then not like this though yeah I I, come on no way I never I don't have to I was a waitress for a long time and I never ate more crow than when I was a lawyer and like sure I'll turn that around tonight and fuck you and you're such an outlets because I don't know. I mean, a litigator. I get to get on the phone and yell at people and yeah, stuff too. Sure. I mean, sometimes I have to be. I'm but sure I don't he always does have too. To be on sure. yeah. at work, you know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know. I think I he know. does he too. Really it's not the reminds us, thing. Yeah, yeah, of our friend who's a golf pro at like the most high end like golf resort, and he literally every one of his members is like a billionaire, millionaire, and he has to be like this all day long. And then he comes home and he's an asshole. He's an absolute asshole because he can't. It's like you got to take the mask off. I don't. I don't feel like I wear that much of a hospitality mask. Yeah. I do think that's like. I don't know. I just feel like that yeah. adds to his being on the edge of like fucking yeah. these people. Yeah. yeah I don't know. Then, I guess the. I I don't disagree. I think the only thing I'm saying is it was this yes bad confluence yes like perfect storm that that just sent him over the edge and I found that very believable Mm. yeah 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 but but life is extra special precarious (laughs) and it always is some of the most outrageous scenes involve him you know, oh my uh, gosh, yes. the whole dynamic with him and Shane is just as you joked with me, even before I was only on, I think, episode two, you're oh, like, the, the pineapple, pineapple sweet. sweet. <laughs> the pineapple sweet. I mean, just this entire storyline of just back and forth with them, yeah. just torturing yeah. uh, each other yes. about the fucking pineapple sweet and why he didn't get it and, and when it'll be available. And just, it was so funny to oh, me so and good. just perfect and then you know and to carry something through the whole six hours without feeling like you're beating a dead horse is just I think really brilliant and part of that's the ensemble there's other things going on but god I loved it oh my god and then when he goes off the edge Armand I mean yeah talk about going off I mean he just doesn't just like have a couple drinks I mean the I don't, I don't know how to, just, he goes hard. Yeah. Just the partying scene in his office. office. I mean, putting aside the total abuse of, of workplace, yes. hostile environment, yes. whatever, yes. with his young employee. But I mean, that's a full on like rager drug <laughs> sex party yeah. in his office, <laughs> door unlocked. Yep. I mean, yep. When Shane opens that door and he's getting a rimmer. I mean, yeah. I mean, this is a full, who's ever seen that on right. TV? I mean, it's this true. Is, no, it's true. I mean, not on full. not on HBO Max. <laughs> like, I mean, know. I the, th- that was one of those moments where I was like, 
oh like my jaw dropped and then i'm like oh god shane's gonna open the door oh god not shane exactly and then he just i mean the guy is just fully naked on his desk i mean i don't know usually when there's like illicit workplace like hookups they're like in a closet and it's this is like a rager Mm -hmm. just like a full-on like Mm -hmm. yeah pants naked everybody's naked it's like an orgy sex party i mean just like go big or go home armand i mean i I just feel like once he goes off the edge he just goes off and i just thought that was just i mean between the rimmer and then him literally taking a dump in chains oh my god that was incredible has the best scenes he does incredible that's what i'm saying that's why i had to start with him i'm like i just couldn't believe his pants down yeah i was like i i was talking out loud to myself i'm like oh no oh no he's not oh my god and, and then, then are we gonna they, see this yes well they zoomed in first he's in a full squat and they yeah. zoom in on his face and i'm like pushing. okay we're just, yes. which is funny enough yes. because he's legit pushing yeah but i'm like and then they show the us cut away to like the above yes show the feces going in yeah. i'm like yeah. Oh, we're going to go there. That we are going to go there. Amazing. Could, amazing. Again, never seen that on TV in my life. Incredibly and beautiful, incredibly disgusting. Yeah. It was to like another what very the fuck moment. Extreme. Where, yeah. 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 So, and even their little, then after that, like once he comes in and they're kind of cat and mouse in the mm-hmm. hiding in the room and yeah. he's going to find him. And and even then, and I don't know, at store, that's towards the end, I'm like, Finally, because I am slow and don't try to figure things out, I was like, oh, shit, is this? Oh, shit. Yeah. Once Shane picked up the knife, yeah. I was like, oh, God, this is who's going to die? But then I didn't know which one of them. Maybe right. Maybe Armand grabs the knife from him. Yeah. You know, I don't know. Oh, and I, the I knife that, that was that they gave them to use to cut pineapples. The pineapples. So yes. fucking good. It's, it's so, so good. good. Yeah. Just so really so yeah. layered and so yeah. good and then armand. also i said you know what are, pushes armand off the edge you also need the robbery which is, has nothing yes. to do with armand that's right but it, you need that to believe that shane is holding a knife and is mm-hmm. worried yes. and would kill him so yeah. No, you're right. It, you're right. It's pretty genius. It's pretty genius. It does genius. work together. That's yeah, right. Because otherwise, Armand just, maybe Armand goes off on a bender for a while, and then he goes back to rehab, and then he's, you know, 10 years sober with a with a hiccup, you know? So, right. But, right. but not without that robbery, not without Shane pulling aside that knife, not without him being there alone, because him and Rachel mm-hmm. are fighting. It right. all matters. It all yes. builds to that moment. It's mm-hmm. It's genius. It's so good. Yeah. Oh, God. Anyway. Yeah. (laughs) Who's up next in our ensemble? I don't know. Uh, I am. Armand was was a big um, point of relation for me, but but maybe one of the biggest was Rachel for me. Okay. Rachel and Shane. Yeah. Rachel and Shane were were definitely. Well, that works because we were talking about Shane anyway. Yes. And his. His Armand's nemesis. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The baby man. Yeah. The baby man. Oh, so Rachel so and good. Shane are who, so again, I obviously read a lot about Mike White. He says that the show originated with their storyline. I love this it. This is the storyline that came to him for the White Lotus. It was that of a young couple vacationing on their honeymoon. He said that the idea was that one person in the couple realizes on the honeymoon that the person they've married isn't exactly who they thought they were. Which I and completely disagree there, with, but we'll talk about that. But go ahead. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But that is that was what what came to him, and and from there the show took off. Yeah. Well, which isn't a wild thing. I mean, the first year of marriage, maybe the honeymoon is is the mm-hmm. dramatized version of it. But the first year of marriage, they say, is the hardest as a general rule for a reason it is the time when your expectations meet reality and how do they line up and where do you see this all going and so mm-hmm. I, I think that is a pretty common thing again I'm not sure it happens it escalates so quickly as the honeymoon the way Rachel and Shane do but I thought that was a very common and interesting common but not that often explored what does it mean when the first year of marriage is so hard and 
I think that's what this is like the first week of marriage. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, And he said it was more like um, that when you travel together with someone, Mm. like you realize what people are like outside your bubble and outside your comfort place. So he wanted to kind of explore that too. Because he's obviously done a lot of traveling. Yeah. 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 So these two were the were the foundation for the show. I love it. I love it. Now, what do you think of Shane? I mean, so, I mean, Shane, what do I think of Shane? Shane is a dickhead. I mean, there's nothing to like. There's nothing to like about Shane. Well, I don't know about that. Well, except he likes, he he does appear to love her. Yes. Is what, is what Mike White says. I don't know that I believe that. (gasps) Oh, wow. Okay. I know. Okay. I have a lot of thoughts on this, okay, but well, I know. Good, I know. Tell me, what, so, are, what are they? So do you? Well, so I don't. I, okay. So I just felt like he. By the way, can un- I just say one thing? Mm-hmm. I said Rachel is someone I relate to, but mm-hmm. I relate to Rachel alone and not in her relationship with Shane. So right. we can talk about both of those things. Okay, so yeah. how do you relate to her alone? Just, her struggling with like her identity yes. and who she's going to be absolutely. in her career. Yes, yeah. totally. Absolutely. Um, and Yeah, and I think that's separate and apart from Shane. Yeah. That's her, her own struggle. It is, yeah. Definitely. And there is part of me that was, you know, thinking, well, I thought Shane is a douchebag. Yes. That's your struggle, and how are you just? You're just having this now. Yeah. I mean, meaning he didn't. He didn't do. I think he's been who he is. Exactly. Presumably. That's my problem with what right? we just read from Mike White. He Shane yeah. has been Shane from day one, and, and you, she projected no doubt something that. different onto him. And then mm-hmm. when she now looked at being her herself next to him instead of looking out at him like who is he mm-hmm. what does he have to offer me what can I she st- then started to look at herself next to him and is this who I want to be because Sheen wasn't any different f- at any point that, that I believe yeah mm-hmm. because yeah. if you we, we meet his hysterical mom Molly Shannon yes. and and so we don't we know this is what he's like this is how he was yeah. raised this is yeah. the family he comes from yeah. Shane is Shane and, but he, I still, and it's not one of the situations where like where the man is all charming and wonderful and then is really abusive and you know no. different as once once he's like locked her in this does not appear to be that it appears that Shane has always been who he is and she was kind of the one who changed and that's okay that's legit mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. it's not about Shane it's not yeah, no, I agree with that. But I don't think she's going to be able to figure out who she is and and grow with Shane. Because Shane is who he is. I, that That's my problem. Wait, and wait, that's wait, not wait, Shane's wait, 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 wait. She can't grow and be who she is because of who Shane is? I don't buy that. He will not be able to support her and change with her and help her and be open to different things. Like, he's just yeah, not but, that type of person. Yeah, like, if she wants to be the true. trophy wife, he's there for that. Yes. And he, if she wants to get into the role that, by the way, he thought she was. So again, not his fault. Yeah. But if she's going to continue to struggle and want to try and grow and want to go beyond that, I think he's going to be like, "Whoa, I don't, I didn't. That's not what I signed up for, and I don't yeah. get that." And I don't and that's know. again, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. What about Shane would indicate that he wants her to maybe be like a career person or, or. Yeah. Start a cherry, whatever, or be even be tolerant of these this exploration that she clearly needs to go on. Because that's what I don't see. Because be people are used to something, and it's not right. easy to come off of it. But it doesn't mean you can't. And especially, know, he's pretty young, and yeah. he is maybe could have his own crisis of identity and is this actually what I wanted for myself yeah I mean I think we don't get much indication of it there but also I thought it was really fucking stupid and annoying that she was going to take that job on their honeymoon I was pissed yeah yeah, so I'm just not sure I buy that Sheen is so locked in I think some of his arguments came from a rational common place they didn't come out well and they are laced with who he is. But I'm just not sure. I'm not sure. I'm not saying, oh, 100% Shane no, can know. be a different person. But I'm not sure. 
She's just such a giant baby man that I'm yeah, just like, but why she would is you want to? She I, is No, she's too. being a brat. She she's is. Being a, and that's that okay. Is, whatever the equivalent is. Yeah. 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 And I think that's, a, so that was another thing I could relate to. I just, I felt like that was early in my marriage. And I, my husband is not Shane and I am not Rachel. I was just going to say. But it, but it, the dynamic was a lot of like, who are you? Who am I supposed to be? You're supposed to be the person I want. I needed you to be. But then when you grow and I grow and it was a lot of friction early Mm -hmm. in our marriage. And a lot of it, I guess, comes from that same expectations meets reality. Like what you need to, like what what got you here won't get you there kind of idea. Like can we do this together or are we just locked here? And, and I kind of wanted then like one line, like not a lot, but yeah. maybe in that last scene when she goes back to him, if he was like, you know, if there was some line of like, well, let's, let's talk about yeah. what, what we can do or yeah. what, it, like, you know what, I, maybe just a little acknowledgement that like, I understand. See, that, funny, like, I wanted her to do it. I wanted her oh, to either say, one. I wanted That's her fine. to say, let's try I, something different. Yeah. And he'd be like, I, I, you know maybe yes. I, I don't yeah right I didn't expect anything big either but I wanted it from her and I was most disappointed in her for not at least saying saying something, something. I know and I wasn't expecting like a long no no definitely just not. like a line yeah you me know? too from her but I did like I mean the speech the the little when they're in the hotel room and I, I this exchange they have where she calls him the baby man yeah that reminded me a little bit of the gone girl speech the cool yeah. the cool chick when okay. he says that because she says i just feel i need to respect myself i want to feel like i'm the author of my own life and i'm not going to be just a chapter in yours and he says you know what rachel i gotta hand it to you you hid yourself pretty well i totally bought that you were this cool chick who was fun and confident and normal I had no idea you were this insecure and naive baby. So he does, call, yeah, that's his version yeah. of the baby man. Yeah. And then she's like, you're the baby, Shane, coddled by your mommy who showed up on your honeymoon. You don't get the room you want, so you throw this never-ending tantrum. I honestly cannot believe what a baby man you can be. Um, but she also says, when, I feel, when I'm with you, I feel weirdly alone. And that, I don't like that. Because I don't know how, I mean. I agree. You know, I don't like maybe. that. But so many people feel alone because they can't share. And so is that about Shane or is that about Rachel? I, it's very inconclusive. Right. This is a, such right. a tiny window. And I don't, I just, I know she said that and she's articulate and smart. I'm just not sure she's right. Because I'll tell you, I'm articulate and smart and I'm not always right. <laughs> about yeah. what I think no, I the, the problem is with quotes. Yeah. So I, I think you're doing a better job than Mike White of... Um, oh, it was hard. <laughs> it's, there's, a, there's a lot... No, of explaining this because he's sort of like... People ask him about this. Like why I was... People I was really conflicted about Rachel going back to Shane. And she said... I, he said, I always knew she'd go back to him. There was something about her even in the way she's approaching him. It's like someone who wants to get a response. Mm. Honestly, it feels true to life for me. I've seen peers who may not have been in this exact situation... She started to feel the limits of what she thinks she's capable of. And it's the reality of the seduction of a lifestyle. Some people read it as cynical to me. The thing, to me, the thing that I feel about Shane is that even though he's a privileged asshole, he does really love her, even if it's just an idea of her. Yes. I don't really like that. Oh, I, but her? that's all the beginning the of a of relationship is. This is what I, I do think it's so incredibly true to life because I do think everyone who first gets married is a baby a freaking baby you are you don't know who you are really and no matter how like even if you're not 18 years old or 20 years old you still don't really know who you are until you're in a marriage or in a relationship that is committed in a new way and then you Mm. find out a different part of who you are and so I think everyone is a baby there and I think that there's a lot of room for growth for both of them i do well that's for sure yeah yeah but he's sort of suggesting that she's kind of just sedu- like seduced by the lifestyle and money yeah and I, she says it she, you and, open doors right, but fantasy. In the, right yeah but then in the end if that's why she's choosing to stay with him i think that's not gonna end well look unless you're just but you know, I don't I mean, know. That's what he's I saying think everybody is, the true is drawn part. to the fantasy and then you have yeah. to adjust 
the re the expectation with the reality and what right. and like he said about testing the limits of of yourself I think that is what early marriage is about testing the limits of yourself right. and I don't right. know I, I believe yeah I mean it. that's what he said maybe I, I'm being condescending to them but I've seen it in my life there's a powerful pull of money and lifestyle in LA you see it all the time in a way she's naive she wants to be independent and have the power in the relationship but she doesn't have the money she doesn't have the power I do see women making that choice sometimes and by the way he said to me, but wait let me just I yeah. made that choice in a job yeah, not, not in, in a, a relationship, but in a job. Mm-hmm. I was mm-hmm. so seduced for the security, by money. For oh, the money. Yes, okay, mm-hmm. that's why I went to it, security. But I was so seduced by the money, and my first really expensive purse was like uh, more important than my child. I didn't have a child at that time, but I was <laughs> like, <laughs> it was clear. a really fucking big deal, and yeah, I was yeah, very yeah. seduced by by the power I suddenly had and by the things I could buy and the, the clothes I could wear. And I, I was entirely seduced by that. No, of It's course. part of the process. It, it, it does happen. And he said sometimes principled actions don't always win the day. But then he's like, but it's also like she was married to him. Maybe she, she was like, no, never mind. I don't want to have to unravel this, which is, I guess, a practical thing as well but he did say and this is what made me think we should have had a crystal ball because he said oh. it'd be interesting to come back and revisit them down the road and see what happens and i'm like ooh, oh yeah i know there's well, so many I, like different I, said, I, I could see them so many really exactly. being good and i could see them imploding and i could see right. her growing and him not being happy Staying with it i could also see him not. growing and her going and her not you, could you imagine really, if he yeah. was like i want to give it all away and go you know build houses in africa i think she would right she might be like this is not I, I, yeah i you yeah. know i signed up for security there's no security right. in that in africa yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 it was very i mean once i heard that i, I thought they were really so interesting that yeah i don't know that i'd say that i don't know i liked all the characters but but i thought that their relationship was so interesting and now that i heard that that's kind of that they Oof. were the impetus for the show this makes sense to me because yeah. it does seem like the most i don't know nicole and and the moss oh, those are, are my fa- those are my second too. favorite yeah or third yeah I exactly and, uh, it's hard i know it's hard but yeah. So should we go to the mosque? Sure, sure. There's a lot, and there's a lot there. The 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 couple. Yeah, because there's, yeah. And then the kids. Them as in the kids. And Nicole, uh, Connie Britton as a businesswoman. There's a lot. Because I also really liked that exchange between Rachel and Nicole, Mm. right? And that was really Mm -hmm. Mm eye-opening. There we get a side of... Rachel that she's not admitting and that she, that Shane doesn't yeah. see you know you suck yeah. you suck at your job yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly it's a hatchet job yeah you just copied some shit out of the New Puff York Post Pete, which... great that makes you a terrible journalist <laughs> yeah. and un- it was untrue so that was amazing that scene because you're just like getting all this advice and it seems like this great like women's empowerment moment yeah. and then Nicole realizes she's the one that wrote that piece and she's just like fucking horrible that yeah. was terrible yeah. like you painted me out like, oh, yeah oh. I know all offended that was really was important true. for me for the humanity of Rachel to not look like a victim against Shane as the villain it was so mm-hmm. much more complexity there I'm like Rachel doesn't see herself clearly as as no one really does no but one does. so her right. speech I definitely took with okay this is the hatchet job who wrote like a clickbait bullshit and thought she was doing something empowering. Mm -hmm. It's fine. That's part of growing. But she doesn't see herself as clearly as she wishes she did. Right, right. Clearly. Yeah. Yeah. I see myself, speaking of seeing yourself, in Nicole, which I'm not sure what that is. Same. (laughs) Okay, I was going to say, I don't know if I should admit this. I don't know if it's in the exact same ways, but just the... To always this this will not be true for you mm-hmm. these are the not flattering things that I see myself to always checking your email yeah. and like the crit yeah I mean this is me everywhere family trips whatever the zoom when she's getting on the zoom I mean I haven't actually done a zoom because 
with on like a family trip because Zoom is relatively new, but could completely be me, like like yelling at the kids to get out of the background and like mom has a work call yeah. and that whole thing. Yeah. The way she obsessively cleans the hotel room <laughs> and needs it to all be neat. Oh my God. I, like, it, that's me. Okay. The freak out on the boat where she's just like hat where she snaps yeah. like i'm doing everything for this fan that i feel like probably is a very more relatable yeah. for moms like yeah. and why am i the fucking punching, punching bag? bag you know that yeah. yeah like her cold dismissiveness at times mm-hmm. i mean I, i'm watching nicole and i'm like ooh, yeah this is a little um it's a little rough a little yeah. rough yeah yeah she's extreme but it's it's it was relatable to me and her daughter kind of being like so oh my god you know like young and naive about like what you can do with yeah. your life and she's like and she responds yeah i know it's pathetic having a job pays for this vacation <laughs> it's exact seriously if i had a kid that talked like her yeah. i would give that i would make a retort like right. that as well yeah. yeah 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 no i know i know it was crazy. I thought she, I loved her. Yeah. And what about her and her husband? Yeah. Because there's always the, so that was the a little character hard to watch. plus the relationship, like Rachel yeah. and Jean. So that was a little hard to watch the it, the emasculation of of her husband and has, uh, I assume, been happening over time. Mm-hmm. And, and at first, I was like, oh, God, you know, I thought it was like the typical kind of just because she's like the power woman yeah. and successful one and whatever. But, you know, then we find out that he had had an affair. So there is a real reason underlying her, their alienation mm-hmm. that I thought I wasn't expecting. I thought it was just the power imbalance mm. piece. Oh, interesting. So, so you're calling it the chicken yeah. versus the egg, or I call it the egg. Like there's Yeah, I mean, I'm sure it's both. Yeah. It's never one thing, yeah. but That's why you I can't just answer think the I question assumed, of the chicken and egg. <laughs> yes, exactly. I had assumed just that it was going one way, mm-hmm. which I thought was I thought it was more interesting when we layered in some of the the pieces of what what he had done, and then even when he talked to his son about their marriage, and I, I just I just like everything else in there. I just thought it was really complicated and that was more complex than I originally thought. I found it very Um, interesting that she's even wanted to control the narrative around that. Yeah. His affair. Yeah. That doesn't surprise me though either. Yeah. 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 You know, she's a, she's like a Sheryl Sandberg type, you know, on here. And I know she's the CFO, I think, but still the spin control is something that she probably deals with in her work life and she tries to yeah spin the narrative even there yeah I meant I think in the relationship though it's it's even like that could be the thing that maybe he has it's not power power is not the right word but like he has hurt her and instead she just sees it as like another way he's not equal like I get to decide how that narrative goes and I Mm -hmm. I get to and I have to tell the story this way and I have to do it this way when it's not it's not even his right that just was something i hadn't seen before either yeah no that's a good point that's a good point but what did you think of then the change that happens after he comes to her rescue yeah Yeah. during the robbery and then now i guess because of that i mean not i guess i mean we're because he saves her now she views him as her hero yeah and then they're having sex and they're happy again. Yeah. I I think I had a little trouble with you that. You did. I don't I don't think that alone would have reversed whatever damage was already there between well, them. Well, okay, so the thing is it doesn't reverse the damage, but it could for like a minute. I don't know that that right. means like forever and ever they're happily ever after. Okay. Okay, good. That makes more sense. To but me. I do I think like, it could cause... be instantaneous. Yeah, like an instantaneous turnaround. Like yeah. Yeah. All yeah, of a sudden, no, I was, see you in a clearly. different light. Yeah. Different light. Yeah. 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 No, I know. I just. But the, no, I didn't. Sudden. I didn't think that maybe. I mean, it could be the important thing that turns step. things around, and that they go to therapy mm-hmm. or they deal with whatever mm-hmm. underlying stuff they have going on. But it was. Step. I don't know. Sometimes, he says, "You know, I just needed someone to respect me," and. 
She clearly didn't. And And she might now. Then she did. Yeah, she's still going to be distracted and whatever it is that she is. But Mm. she, if she has respect for him that she didn't have, presumably somewhere along the line, I don't know that anyone can marry someone you have no respect for. No, and that it eroded, and now it's back. I don't. I think that could be permanent. That part, right? And that's an important part. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think. I think if it was there, and like you said, if it had to have been, I can't imagine that that she married him didn't have respect for him and that this was maybe like the switch that flipped it back on yeah yeah now again it doesn't cure all the relation communication problems distractions all of those other things but it could be an important change that happens immediately right right and we don't know what they were like before so i guess it's like one of those we talked about. If there was something there before, and then this could just be kind of the pilot light that that switches it back on, yeah. then then I guess it could be could happen that instantaneously. Yeah, and see that's yeah. how I feel about Sheen too. Like it's we don't know how they were before. We never know. saw them in New York or right. wherever in New York or back home, and mm-hmm. and so we don't know what that was like. We do only know what what they're like in this moment on their honeymoon, mm-hmm. their ideas of what a honeymoon should be and all of that. So, yeah, right. same thing with the family. I mean, that it, there was a lot of pressure. It, seemed, it wasn't a honeymoon, but there seemed to be a lot of pressure on that family vacation. Oh, yeah. yeah. So. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I enjoyed that development and the, that couple. I really did. Yeah, and their kids. Oh, the kids were harder. The kids were harder. I, oh, but they had some good lines. They did. Those girls. Oh, gosh. The woke kind of yes. mil- Whatever they are. Just they they provided ev- just the scenes of them just sitting every time reading. Yep. Those like some like deep philosophical book. Yep. <laughs> just, With their leg up and like prop yes. just so. I mean, yeah. It was, it was perfect yeah. for like. Yeah, I thought it was so good. Yeah. Paula. Mm-hmm. I just, I feel as if she sent Kai, just, she just sent him. It was terrible. It was terrible, Paula. I know, but she, she had good intentions. She, she really did, but she put him in such a bad place. She did. She put him in such, she did more damage to them, to him than, than all the people she felt had damaged him and wronged him that she was trying to write, you know? Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, I guess that's just like a, a, immature response right a, a kid being like oh, felt an injustice and yeah. thought she could remedy it but didn't really think it through yeah. because she ends up screwing him over more than anybody else does terrible so. terrible I know. anyway i know and quinn what about quinn yeah yeah quinn i liked quinn no oh, i did not <laughs> i don't i didn't why i just didn't it wasn't just there was not much there for me Oh, wow. Okay. I mean, I just thought like the, he had at least came away like the most changed of anyone. Do you know what I mean? I mean, he, compared to how he started and the fact that he like, he was really like isolated and lonely when he got there. I mean, by his yes. own family and just like, you know, it, I mean, like horrible, visually really locked horrible. in the like locked claws. in a closet yeah. and like addicted to porn yeah. and video games and always has his thing on. And then the fact that he sort of has this awakening by the by the surroundings there yes. and like wants to stay and and then is like fuck it and does like I I was like go Quinn yeah. and he turns around and just it's like I'm out of here. Yeah, like, but that was I that annoyed me. I'm like you're gonna they they couldn't they didn't leave. There's no way they. They, they yeah, got. You're saying the plane didn't. No, yeah. they How, got off. Yeah, yeah. Their 16 yeah. year old kid is gone in right, right. Hawaii. Yeah, that didn't. Yeah. I, I didn't get him much of anything, but right. But yeah, but yeah, definitely he but changed it, the most. An an act of defiance. Like I, I'm, I'm, I'm doing this because yeah. I don't know. I, I thought it was. I liked it. I sure. liked it going out to to find his way in the world and finally like do something for himself and yeah finally he's 16 
I know, yeah. but he was like so isolated yes, and yes. it was like terrible. No, I like, agree. So, you know, he kind of found a voice at least, yeah. which I was like, amen for that. Yeah. Because, you know, the voices of the sis- the Paula and the sister, it was like so much and even they shat all over him. So. Yeah. Oh, definitely. But that's what siblings do. I know. Like, I know. That didn't that, feel like anything was, other than no sibling. Yeah. Yeah in the closet yeah so the mossbachers yeah they were it was a complicated bunch yes that family. oh and and again the way the plot weaved it all together was just like i said brilliant the way the robbery made their worked its way yes the marriage yeah. and then also the fear in the hotel that has shane have a knife and all of it i mean it's just it was wild it was wild yeah so good yeah we haven't talked about Jennifer Coolidge. I know. You know. Belinda. Yeah. The I mean, only she... character who will be in season two. Yes. Well, and Greg. Her, I don't, I don't oh, know that actor's name. Okay. But yeah. Oh, they're married know. in it. Oh, okay. I watched the trailer last okay. night to make sure I, I... I don't think I had seen it. Have you seen the trailer? I, I knew that it was coming out. I don't, I, I don't know that I did. Maybe because I hadn't watched season one. So to me... You know, if yeah, it's a show right, I had watched, right, I, would be, I would anxiously right. watch the next trailer. But I think when it came out... I hadn't watched season one, so I knew all I knew was in Sicily. I didn't know anything. I definitely had never seen the trailer. I didn't know Michael and Pierre Leone, yes. the guy from Sopranos, is in it. Like, I thank you. Yes, I yeah. can't say that. Yeah. So I didn't know anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I, I, I guess I have seen it then. I don't know that I caught. She's on. married to Greg in okay. it. Okay, it seems. All right. Yeah. Okay. So good. Greg's good for them. I guess Greg doesn't die. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good um, for them. Yeah, so because otherwise it's a whole new cast and right. a whole new place and a whole new cast. So, yes. but a new but resort. Belinda. Yeah, Belinda, who won the she won the Emmy, Jennifer Coolidge for this. Oh, wait, Belinda is um, not is her. Jennifer Coolidge. Oh no, I'm no. sorry, not, Tanya. God, Tanya. Yes, Tanya. Tanya. God, Belinda is the her, spa, the, the woman at the, the spa. spa woman. Yes, who they have the storyline that connects. That's why I always yeah, always yeah, confuse those two. Yeah, Tanya, who's just so kooky. Does Jennifer Coolidge play any character oh that's not just so unique? It's crazy. Crazy she's and so kooky. Good. She's and so good. She's so good. She's there to spread her mother's ashes, oh. which just even alone just is a, a funny start to anything. You're yeah. like, what's going to go wrong here? <laughs> Everything. Um, everything, yeah. because she can't. Every time she tries, like, it just <laughs> yeah. doesn't work. Oh, Oh my God, when she tried on the cruise. <laughs> and then even that, how Armand had sent her Shane and yes. Rachel on a romantic cruise. I have the perfect thing to assuage your frustration for not being in the pineapple suite. We'll make these arrangements. And he fucking it screws sends her him over. Screws them over, yes. Crazy lady Tanya, yep. who's trying to like s- spread her ashes. And on that is when, you know, we sort of get some of her rantings about her family and her Mm -hmm. her struggles with her mother and she was like a nymphomaniac and borderline personality disorder this is all about her mom so this is her mom who she's her beloved mom who she's there to spread her ashes for and then she starts talking about her and you're like okay (laughs) and she's like who she said like her adamant said she would never be a ballerina and that was when i was skinny (laughs) she's like Oh, my God. I was dying. Yeah, she's great. But my favorite scene with her was her and Greg in the hotel room mm-hmm. when they're about to hook up. The I call it the onion Yeah, well, scene, that's what, right. I was going to say the onion because she says that to Belinda, though. She tries yes. that. Yes, but so yes. She, yes. Yeah. It's just this idea, basically, that she's crazy. Yes. And she At the core of the onion wanna, is a crazy psycho. The core psycho. of the onion is, is a crazy psycho. No, is a no. at the core of the onion is a straight-up alcoholic lunatic. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but basically, that like she wants to just get to the core, because this is this annoying part of dating, is that you have to just keep peeling off the layers. And she's like, can't we just cut to the part where I just show him what's really inside, right. which is a crazy person. Yeah which I just thought was so funny. Actually, what she said is that I'm a very needy person. I'm deeply, deeply insecure. And she told him, like, I'm a trap door. I'm a dead end. Just fucking get out, you know. And it's just, you know, I just was dying. I just thought that was just so... And it's true. I mean, that's an extreme. But everybody sort of just, you know, is afraid of 
I think, in part, in relationships of people getting to the core, right? But it is sort of this, like, slow peeling off of layers. And she's like, can't we just cut to the chase? Yeah, I guess I just don't, I don't really believe, I don't, it's not that I, I just don't believe in a core. I guess I don't believe in a core. And that was the only small disconnect for me. I, I just think it's all there. It's all always there. And there isn't Yeah, but just I think like, people put layers on yeah. and they hide things. And it's like, when are you going to get to showing real parts of yourself, yeah. I think? Even if there's not a core. Yes. Just pretend it's just like layers, yeah. the real layers. Because yeah. I think when people date, there are things that don't come out yeah. right away. Oh, absolutely. And she's just going, can't we just like put it all out yes. on the table? Yeah now yeah although what i wanted to say was your core is pretty whatever your layers are, are out there much showing yeah. i don't think he's confused i love you know, that you're reaction. presenting one way yeah i love that the reaction the like the person i was like you were crazy last night you were a hoot last night yeah. or something like that he's like yeah you wanted me to throw your mom's ashes in the trash and he just yeah, found it like, amusing amusing yeah. yeah which i guess is how he made it into season two yeah. because they're you know yeah he was like you're fucking crazy yeah. but doesn't seem to be bothered by it in fact like you said you're a hoot yeah so that was so that was like the funny part of her i thought her relationship with belinda was a little sad for me that was painful painful. yeah i'm like that was poor belinda was so earnest and genuine at first so hopeful and kind and she really helped her yes and she believed that you know she was interested in her business idea and to watch that those exchanges where Tanya's just like not always turns it back on herself yes. and oh sorry gotta go or I have another crisis yeah. and to see Belinda's face like I don't know yeah. I just I felt like and then by the end when Rachel wants her help and she's like yeah I, like my I advice I'm any. all out yeah I'm all out like I was like good for you Belinda yeah. yeah but you know but she has but she's not really out right because then you know, that final scene, Belinda's standing there greeting the next guests and waving mm. and putting that smile yep. on her face. And unfortunately, you know, she's, that's her job yeah. is to just sort of service these entitled white people. Yes. And yeah. it's not going to change for Belinda, even though she has these amazing ideas. And yeah, I don't know, that was very painful. It was, it was, but she's definitely, I don't know, she's, I, I think she was confused by what maybe again also like Rachel confused by what Shane was confused by what Tanya yeah. was she was yeah. like because that, that first dinner that they have she starts she tells her like I didn't know if you would get it there's a lot of like you just said entitled white people at this resort and Belinda thinks Tanya is getting it on a new level, on another level. And yeah. she doesn't. She doesn't. It's she always doesn't. A, and, you, and to the extent she does, it's always secondary to her own primary needs and yeah. whatever she thinks that is. Yeah. So, so and, and again, it's not like like Shane. It's not like Tanya's hiding who she right. is. I mean, it's 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 out there. Yeah. So if you if you seriously thought that she was in the emotional and rational headspace yeah. to start talking about a business arrangement it was a little naive yeah yeah or that she would no. get it instead of just being like can you yeah. just give me the money if it was just a business transaction yes. but she was trying to have a dialogue about it and that was just yeah that, and that was just wasn't problem. good yeah yeah not with tanya no you, no no, no. <laughs> so what else i don't know i that it's a lot. I don't know. I don't... Uh, I know. Yeah. There was one thing I read, you know, we talked about how beautiful it was. Yes. And, and just the, the shots. And I know, I don't, I don't know who's in charge of all that kind of stuff on a, on a show, but apparently it is the director of photography because there was an interview with him because I guess we're not the only ones that thought that just the, the shots and the, uh, were just, just the way it's lit up basically. And it's the same director of photography who did Ozark. And I guess, again, I don't, I'm not privy to this, but I guess he got a lot of acclaim for that show. Yes. And for and it what it, that show's known for, which we've watched it, we've covered it, but I Dark. would never have said this, is, it, yes, it's a blue tint okay. is what it's called. Okay. And, and he's famous for giving Ozark its blue tint, which is kind of what I guess you and I just see as kind of dark. And that here he did like 
the total opposite. It was like dialed up saturation. Um, it feels saturation. Yes, it yes, exactly. And just like the brightness and to just give it this this look that again I can't describe but you just know it when you see it and I thought I was like oh so he's like whatever I did for Ozark it's like basically let me just dial it in a, like oranges and bright whites and I'm thinking just, of those like so... really early Instagram filters and that makes total yes. sense yeah. yeah yes yeah. exactly yeah and the turtle I can just see the turtle floating through in the in the sea so yeah, it, that that and then the only other thing was, you know, there was a lot of I, I, I there was a lot of articles about my criticism of Mike White and how could a white man be doing this show on co- colonialism and 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 everything else and whitewashing and and he was like you know I read a bunch of his responses on it and he was very upfront about it and just like I I'm I'm interested in it just like anybody else I maybe I'm not. Maybe there are people who believe that I shouldn't be allowed, if you will, to to tell this story or explore this. But, you know, I come to it with genuine like curiosity like anybody else. And it's complicated. And I know that. And maybe there are people who think I shouldn't have. But, you know, I mean, he's pretty in some sense. Upfront. I don't... In some sense, it seems like he's the perfect person to do it. A yeah. white <laughs> successful yeah. man. Yeah. I mean, who mm-hmm. who else sees I or how could he see so clearly the privilege and the problems? And I mean, that seems like the right person to tell this story. Does it, should it be the singular story? No, but, but it seems right. like a, a, the very right person to tell this story. Yeah, no, that's fair. You know, and he's like, I have conflicted feelings about it. And, and I hope that's what I'm trying to convey too. And I hope people have that reaction and I'm okay with the criticism and, you know, so I thought, you know, his re- responses were really, you know, genuine about it and, and that he handled that really well. But there was a lot, a lot about that. So, but I loved it. I thought it was great. And I'm yeah. so excited yeah. for, I don't, I don't know the season two. I couldn't tell. Is there another dead death? I think so. I can't I imagine that he yeah, would go away from that. Right. Yeah. It was hard to tell from the trailer, though, to be honest. But yeah. Yeah. I... I mean, I did, I loved the show. I really did. But what I loved about it makes me think of, of course, Sally Rooney. Like, it was stupid. It was all stupid. Everybody was stupid. Yeah. Everybody mm -hmm. did stupid things. And Mm -hmm. for love, for money, for power, for security, whatever it is, like, it just, we're all fumbling through life. Nobody is pure evil. Nobody is pure good. And Mm -hmm. we're just all fumbling through life trying to figure things out for ourselves and and hopefully for something greater but that's even a stretch to get to for most people and so I I I loved that it felt so real in that way and season yeah if season one is any indication I think season two we're gonna have a lot of dastardly terrible characters (laughs) right yeah a lot of plot a lot of things happening some really uncomfortable situations you know, arguing two sides thing. I mean, that was another thing. I think that part of the problem was, or, or the problem, whatever that means, at the end of White Lotus, it was a feeling of the same people. The majority always comes out on top. The people on top always right. stay on top. And that's yeah. a terrible feeling, and it's not aspirational at all. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. to not acknowledge the reality of it is silly in my mind yeah and so yeah and mark had some good lines on that but didn't he say something like like nobody ever cedes their privilege or their power like they're just it's like to the he said that to one of the girls like it's just they're not gonna do it and and so yeah i mean i thought that was just, a dickish speech of yeah his, oh but, he has a but, lot of dickish yeah speeches, but yeah. but the thing is even paula won't right even paula who mm-hmm. wanted so much for to reverse damage wouldn't Damaged. end up seating she didn't leave she didn't go home no. she certainly seems old enough to have gone home by herself you know and yeah. she does she's on this vacation she's still at dinner she's still you know traveling with them with, yeah you know I don't and I, I'm not saying I falter for it it's just the it's this is the the complicated status of yeah. things mm-hmm. and what do we do exactly right 
I don't know. It certainly doesn't purport to give answers. That is for sure. And I agree it's not aspirational. But it is really thought-provoking. And I think that's almost, in in a lot of ways, more important. That nuance is is hard to come by. So I and I think that's what he was yeah. saying. I'm just I'm conflicted too and I'm asking the questions yeah. and and yeah. Yeah. Well, White Lotus, okay. Yeah. I'm glad I found my way Yay. a couple years later. Yes, season 2 coming soon. Very excited to and see we'll be, how we'll it lives up. A, you know, it's yeah. it's got a big reputation. It won all sorts of awards. And so it's got a lot to live up to, but we'll see. I have faith in my survivor player. (laughs) I have faith in Ned from (laughs) School of Rock. (laughs) All right. All right, we'll be back. This has been Pop Fiction Women with Corinne and Kate. If you enjoyed this show, please tell the complicated women in your life. And the men who love them. Yes, tell them to listen. And then to follow on Spotify or review and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. And of course, share on social media. Tag us with your favorite books, TV shows, and movies starring complicated women on Facebook and Instagram at Pop Fiction Women or on Twitter at Pop underscore Women. For more coverage of the women you love or to find out if you qualify as a complicated woman, go to popfictionwomen.com and keep it complicated.